1: After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas.
0: This is the porpoise pod. with your hosts, Brendan Tobin and Alejandro Solano. how uh, how are you feeling? Uh, you know, we're we, forty eight hours out now about uh, you know, how is your mindset going into this uh, this last three game stretch? We got a. Uh, Good fortune over the weekend. McCorkle Jones. I mean, the worst tackler I've ever seen in my life. And the Jets are jetting. So the, the AFC stays relatively the same. The Dolphins are in seventh right now because of the tiebreaker of the Chargers. So after a valiant effort and not too much playoff damage, how do you feel uh, going into the final three weeks of the season?
1: You control your own destiny. You win all three games. You're in the playoffs. Even if you don't beat the Packers, you beat the Jets. You beat the Patriots. You're in the playoffs. The Dolphins should make the playoffs. That's how I'm feeling right now. They're going to make the playoffs. And considering how they played the other day against Buffalo, you feel like they can beat any team in the NFL, right, Tobin? Like you feel like they can go into Buffalo again and and, and beat them. Do I want that to happen? Would I have preferred to win the AFC and, uh, and have a better matchup in the first round of the playoffs? For sure. But – like, you know, that's out of the question now. So I turn my my sights on the Dolphins, figuring things out the last three weeks, improving their play, hopefully staying healthy. And, uh, and you know, I, I, I still feel confident that they can beat anybody.
0: Yeah, because I know you said going into the, uh, the Bills game, your confidence was shaken a little bit. Did this game reinvigorate some of that, even in the loss?
1: It did. It did, and I'm not doing the moral victory thing. Dolphins should have won that game. They left a ton of points on the board, and uh, and they had it late, and they just, you know, they, they fumbled it. They fumbled the, the opportunity to go in there and, and beat Buffalo, but it did because if you had to describe to me one of the toughest environments, one of the toughest situations, scenarios for the Dolphins, it would be coming off two losses against teams you feel like you should have beaten in Buffalo, in the snow, in December, with a lot on the line. And and Miami, in my opinion, if you would have gave, given me that scenario three months ago before the season started, I would have said, yeah, the Dolphins are going to get blown out. And even going into that game, Dobin, I felt like this one was going to get bad. I thought it was going to get real ugly. And the Dolphins showed me that, you know, they can, they can play in those games. They can.
0: Yeah, I, I think that it's frustrating – retroactively because I think that they all believe this McDaniel kind of referenced this today. And in his post game is that like this effort feels like it definitely would have been good enough to at least get you one of the two games against San Francisco or Los Angeles, if not both um, especially the way that the offense felt like it was flowing in a much better spot. It didn't take like such a, a, a mucky start to get where they needed to go. Um, you know, I, I think for the fan base that's discouraged, I get it. Like, look, there are scars in this fan base. December swoons are all too familiar. And look, it's great for us to say it, but if they go out there and they poop at the bed in any one of these games, which it's football, it can happen. No one's going to want to hear about the valiant effort that they had against the Bills. That being said, um, I, I really think that any level of this play should get them wins against all three of these teams and I think even like I think every I I think even the that you know this is a team that I don't feel like has gotten the national respect all year and I felt like in a lot of ways that game and a loss garnered them a lot more respect than they have gotten all year I was like reading contenders pretenders people are into the Dolphins I think Stephen A. Smith even said today on first take the Dolphins showed they can hang with anybody so in a strange way it's it, the the respect I feel was gained for how they played because nobody thought that they were going to go there in that weather and hang with Buffalo and put it you know that game going over and all of that stuff. But you know I I, I think the thing that's frustrating as it is as a fan is just like man I, it sucks that it took two speed bumps to get that kind of a performance Uh because the Cali trip was just a disaster it feels like
1: yeah and and you said it after the game had they played half as good as they did in Buffalo. They don't lose those games, at least not to the Chargers, right? Like as bad yeah. as they played, they had a chance to win it at the end. So, you know, you, you feel like you, you know, you really dropped the ball, especially against the Chargers. That's the one. I think you, you may have even said that. I don't know if on the on the pod or I was listening to your show, but like that's the one that you're going to remember later yeah. on in the season. That's the one where if you end up as a seven seed in the wild card picture and you're in Kansas City, in the, the first round of the playoffs to play the Chiefs and Arrowhead, that's the one you're going to circle. And you're gonna, you, you, you could have played the Titans or you, you could have right. played Baltimore or Cincinnati, a team you feel like you have a much better opportunity against than going into, you know, the bleep show that will end up being Arrowhead in January.
0: Yeah, because it's like if you look back to the season and you think about the start of the season, the three-game losing streak, is disappointing. And there were certainly winnable games there. But let's be real about it. They had some really bad quarterbacking situations between Tua getting stretched off the field, spotters taking Teddy Bridgewater away, all that weird stuff. Like, I can't get too mad about it looking at it retroactively. Yeah. But you win the five in a row. Yeah, that that to me is going to be the one that's frustrating. Both both San Francisco and Los Angeles are frustrated, But L.A. for sure, I think, is the most because, you you know, you stayed out west. There was all this talk about the communication, all this preparation. The whole point of it is to have this extra preparation, and they came out like such duds in that game. Yeah, um, yeah, that's definitely going to be if they miss the playoffs or if they get a bad matchup. For sure, that's going to be the one we're going to be looking at, being like, "What, what the hell happened there?" But I, I do feel like they got, like even Josh Allen was saying, he goes, "I think we're going to face them again. Like, I think we have a very good chance of facing them again." So even Josh Allen has. You know, I think there's respect there that he knows that this was a top-notch team that he went up against. It's just upon them; they got to get the results these next three weeks.
1: And and didn't it feel to you, Tobin, um, that that was a team in Buffalo that has just been in those situations, and the Dolphins haven't? I mean, bottom line, you know, they haven't won anything. We know that, but they're still a team that's been in those situations. They played playoff games together already. They've been in in games like that. Time and time again, late in the season. And truthfully, the Dolphins haven't been in many meaningful games. And when they have been, they've lost them. So to me, that was just a team that knew how to win that type of football game in that type of environment, in this type of uh, scenario late in the season. And the Dolphins still have some growing pains. I mean, that, that's what I took away from it late in the fourth quarter. Or Mike McDaniel goes away from what's working with you and running the football, and then the Dolphins' defense puts them in a perfect situation to go up two scores, and they don't go up two scores. Instead, they go up eight points, and then when you get the ball back, tie game. Now you have to go down the other the other end of the field and put points up on the board, and you don't. And Buffalo makes you pay for it.
0: Yeah, I think the other thing is like, look, Josh Allen is element proof. You know, like that guy. Even if he doesn't, uh, even if he doesn't have it all the time, you know, I thought it was a pretty streaky game from him. You know, that's the yeah. thing is like, yeah, we can get on the defense for you know the big plays they have, but they also had big opportunities and put the offense in spots. I just think that when you're going up, good team for good team, every game is gonna have its waves, and every team is probably gonna have moments where you'd be like, man, we could have done that better, we could have executed that better. But Josh Allen ultimately came through in the biggest spots when things weren't necessarily perfect. And, um, you know, I think that is the growth that has to happen. I think Mike Vidal is trying to implement that a lot with Tua and a lot of the young guys on this team. But I think that, you know, Tua mentioned this after the game, where it's like I do think a lot of our leaders stepped up in a big way. And if you really look back at it, like Tua, Waddle, Jalen Phillips, Christian Wilkins, Javon Holland, You know, uh, in Tyreek, like, they all had really bright spots uh, in a lot of these, in in a lot of pockets for that game. It's just, um, you know, Buffalo and then them are a very even team. we played two games now, and these games have both gone down to the wire. One, uh, you know, one they blamed on the sun, and the other, I guess they have no belly aching because their fans can just throw snowballs willy-nilly at people.
1: Truthfully, Tobin, the only leader that didn't step up was, uh, was Xavier Howard. That's, yeah, that's kind of that's kind of the only guy that that didn't have a great game that you were expecting to have a great game. Uh, and I'm not trying to pick on X. Like we we all love X, but he really didn't have a good game. Um, he he didn't he didn't he have that game you were yeah 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 he, he doesn't have a that good game season. you were expecting. But the idea that anytime Buffalo can't move the ball. They can just tell their six fifteen quarterback, that's what it seems like. He's six foot fifteen inches. Yeah. Just just run it. It's go go get the first down. Like that's such a that's such a weapon to have, bro. It's it's crazy. You have to yeah, I, I hate to admit it. You have to tip your cap to him because uh, cause he's legit. He's a real deal.
0: It's interesting with X too. Like I wonder if this continues this year, like what fan reaction will be because Xavier Howard is arguably the best dolphin over the last ten years. Um try like maybe it's him and Cam Wake like Cam those are the, those yeah. are the two guys but you know I, he's had some pretty public spats with money that always turns fans off so I wonder what it's going to be like if this is the decline if this is the downhill I know that he, he he's very clearly physically dealing with something but I don't know if that gets better because cornerback when it falls off it seems to fall off So if we are seeing the decline of somebody, like, what is the fan base's reaction going to be to X? Because I don't necessarily know for as great as he is. I don't know if he's going to go down as, like, this all-time beloved Miami Dolphin. I think Cam Wake has that. And I think that should this season have a shortcoming and it doesn't go far, winning cures all. But, like, let's just say this is, like, make the playoffs and they're bounced. I wonder what the fan base reaction is going to be like to Zavian Howard because of uh, of what looks like a pretty steep decline this year.
1: Especially with that shiny new toy right behind him who's undrafted and cater Kohu. I mean, yep. that dude, that dude is, uh, he's looking like the real deal, bro. He is, right?
0: He is, yeah, you know, for sure. He's had a, you know, he's had a really, really good year to be put in a tough spot where your high-priced cornerback and Byron Jones is out. Um, he's there. I could count. I think San Francisco is like the only game I could really point to and be like, man, he looked like a rookie and really bleeped up. But I thought that he really bounced back the next week. Yeah. Um, I thought the pass interference call on him was garbage. I mean, compared to what Buffalo was doing, they were basically mauling Tyreek Hill oh, out there. Come on, that was, so that, was get, that was easy little, pass interference. Come little, on, little jersey grab. All of a sudden, we're like, oh, now <laughs> we're gonna throw the flags. Very interesting.